Today's reading is taken from Acts 11, verses 19 to 30, and this will be on page 1044 of your church blue Bibles. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when Stephen was killed traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, spreading the word only amongst Jews. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus. The Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. News of this reached the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived and saw what the grace of God had done, he was glad and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up and through the spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, as each was able, decided to provide help to the, for the believers living in Judea. They did this, sending their gifts to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. This is the word of the Lord. Speak to God. This is what happened when I put my glasses. I can't see from far, but I have to. I need to use them to see from close, so everything is falling apart. There you go. It's just age. It's happening. Let's pray. Father, this morning, whether we feel old or young, we are all yours, precious in your sight. And you call us to be your witnesses here in Whitstable. Please speak through your word this morning. Encourage us, build us up, and send us out in the power of your spirit. Amen. I'm going to start with... I should, that's how you do it? In, I guess, or? I'm going to start with um, um, uh, a short story of how sometimes it can be very funny to be around me. I'm telling you. Uh, it's quite, quite a few years ago. I was in Brussels. I was in a bus with uh, my best friend from Brussels. And um, um, I was sitting here and he was sitting on the opposite side. And we were talking about church. I think I can't remember what we were talking about. I know it was spiritual, talking about church or uh, faith. Um, and as we were talking, um, I realized that the person who was sitting behind him, but facing backwards to me, um, I had a sense that the person was listening. So knowing that there was just a few stops uh, uh, remaining, I decided to switch the conversation without him telling him why, and I, s I decided to tell him the gospel. Now, he is a mature Christian. He knows everything about the gospel. And I could see he was worried. 
why, why is he talking to me about Jesus and the need to give my life and the love of God? I know all this. He didn't tell me. But, um, um, and then finally, we, we, the, 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 the stop we had to come off, we, we uh, came off of the bus. And, um, and then I explained. I said, I'm very, very sorry, you know. I wasn't talking to you, I was talking to the person behind you because I think she was listening. I just want her to have a chance to know about Jesus. And he, he looked at me and he, with a, a, a sigh of relief, he said, I really thought you had lost it now. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about Jesus is powerful and it can transform not just lives, but places, cities, regions, and countries. And this is what we learn from this passage. One of the things is those conversations about Jesus that those men and women who had been scattered after the persecution that took place in Jerusalem, the conversation they were willing to have. So let's look back at chapter 11, uh, starting verse 19. So we learn that there are some people there that had to leave Jerusalem because there was a persecution, and we can read all that um, in chapter, um, I think it's 8. Um, but it says that they were traveling as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch. And some of them were only speaking to Jews, because that was uh, the norm at the time. The gospel, they still thought, was for the Jew. Um, and uh, we only had two instances, uh, and it needed a big intervention from God to start helping the church in Jerusalem realizing, no, God has a bigger plan. And maybe you remember the story of Cornelius, who was a non-Jew, and Peter needed a vision, uh, and Cornelius uh, had also a direct intervention from an angel. But here, there is none of that, and we have some man, we hear, from Cyprus um, and from Cyrene, who, as they go into the city of Antioch, start speaking not just to Jew, but to Greeks also, telling them, verse 20, the good news about the Lord Jesus. Now, the word in verse 20 um, began to speak. In Greek, it's actually the word that's used for normal conversation. So it's not about preaching. It's not about standing in, like in a marketplace in those days and having a public speech about their faith. No, they were just um, with their friends, with the people they uh, were getting acquainted. They were having conversation about the Jesus that had transformed their lives. And I was thinking they had many reasons not to do so. They had seen first-hand persecution in Jerusalem. That's why they were there. They maybe had heard or they had seen Stephen being killed for his faith. And yet, they thought, this is too good not to be shared. And they were just everyday Christians, like what you've experienced in Malawi, young Christian, just because they were willing to be serving God and speaking openly about Jesus. Um, it was a great blessing. And you, and I'm sure you can see many instances where you see the hand of God at work through those young people. And that's what they saw in verse 21. The Lord's hand was with them, a great number of people believed and turned to God. Now, this is the first kind of mass conversion of Gentiles in Acts. 
And it wasn't done by a church leader. Peter is not there. It wasn't done by a great man of faith of Jerusalem. It was done just by the faithfulness of everyday Christians sharing their lives and sharing the good news of Jesus in Antioch. So the power of conversation. There's been an interesting survey, um, and you can survey on that website called talkingjesus.org, talkingjesus.org. And it's a survey uh, that has been uh, commissioned by the Evangelical Alliance, the Church of England, and a charity called Hope. Um, it looked at the perception that people have of Jesus, Christians, and evangelism in England, and seek to enable all Christians to have sensitive, positive, culturally relevant conversation about Jesus with their friends. And um, the survey shows that conversations are one of the top influences on people coming to faith. The conversation you have with the people you know are one of the top influences that will make them decide maybe one day to become a Christian. The most interesting thing is the survey shows that just 1% of non-Christians non think of a church leader or a youth worker or a children and family worker as their first point of contact with a Christian. That means that if you leave that job to someone like me or Georgina or Jane, or the next vicar, only one person of the people will be reached. Because when they want to know something about the Bible or God, they're not thinking of going to a leader. They might be thinking of who among the people I know are Christians, and that will be you. So it's very important that we all learn to talk about Jesus in a way that's sensitive a very encouraging thing in the survey is that when you do, you will see that about one in five people that you talk to is quite open to hear more. That's what the survey says. One in five that have been talked about Jesus are open to experience or encounter uh, Jesus following that conversation. And the same with uh, young people, there is one in six. The people you are in contact, no one else have contact with. You may be the only person who can talk about Jesus to them. So it's something that is quite powerful to realize. And this church here in Antioch was the result of ordinary, everyday Christians sharing their life. And God's hand was with them. And if you read a little bit later, this church is going to become a key center for missionary work. Um, and there is a good case to see that actually if Antioch didn't happen, most probably Western Christianity wouldn't have happened. Because it's from there that later Paul will be sent as a missionary and do all his missionary traveling. They will commission Paul and Barnabas to be the first missionaries. Um, and of course, that kind of led to the um, Christianization of the Western world. So church was born and grew just because people were faithful in sharing their faith. 
Secondly, another element here that uh, made this church grow is the power, no, can I have the other one before? There should be one power of encouragement it should have. Yes, no? So the power of encouragement is not there? That's the end. The power of encouragement. We learn about uh, someone called Barnabas, and his name meant son of encouragement. And um, I think maybe um, the church in Jerusalem was quite disturbed what was happening in Antioch. They were kind of ready to hear Peter's story when Peter said, I had this vision and God sent me to Cornelius and they accept the Lord and they were excited. But this, they said, how can a bunch of lay people now being in charge of a church where not just Jews, but Romans and Syrians and maybe in those days barbarians or I don't know the kind of ethnicity that they had, but it was well known to be just a melting pot of all kind of culture. And there was a growing church with no leaders. So uh, I believe that they, they had that kind of conversation. Um, hey Tom, have you heard what's going on in Antioch? Oh, no, what, what come, what's going? Well, we heard that a bunch of just everyday Christians, they just share their faith. And now we have Greeks and Romans and Syrians and Jews, they meet together. And you know the words, they're eating together. They're having fellowship. I think we need to send someone from our church just to check it out. And so they do, they send Barnabas. Now, I'm very glad they did send Barnabas. Can you imagine if they had sent someone with a very narrow view of faith, uh, maybe a convert Jew who felt maybe those new Christians, they need to follow the law too. Jesus is fine, but they need to follow the law too. If the apostle had sent a, a kind of a legalistic member of the church, it might have, he might have seen something different. And his response, uh, response would have been quite different. But Barnabas was full of God's grace. And I think he saw a church that was not perfect. He saw the challenges ahead. I mean, people with no background in the Old Testament or God, turning to God, um, was a big challenge. But he saw that God's grace was at work and he was willing to start there. And that's the power of encouragement. When someone comes along and you know you can just be yourself. You know there are things still things in your life that, you know, that, that needs to be changed. But that person just encourages you, keep you encouraging, continue, you're doing great. Keep focusing on Jesus, keep walking. It's hard now, but Jesus is with you and doesn't expect you to be perfect, uh, but challenges you to continue to grow. And I think that's what Barnabas was. He saw God's grace, he saw that God was acting in them, and then he says um, in this passage, he encouraged them to remain true to the Lord with all their heart. He encouraged them to be steadfast, to persevere, to resist what sometimes draws us back to our old ways of thinking and living. This we can do, all we can do that with one another, encourage one another, say to someone, well done, that was great. The worship was great, thank you. 
your preaching was great, thank you. <laughs> but I think it must be more simple than that. Thank you for doing the coffee. Thank you for welcoming. Thank you for the card you sent me. Thank you for being around. Let's continue to encourage one another to grow as mature Christian. And what made the difference, I think, with Barnabas is that he did not just talk the talk, but he truly walked the walk. And so he was described here as a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith. And the result, verse 24, a great number of people were brought to the Lord, more people. So witness, encouragement, but Barnabas had the humility to realize this is just now too big for me and I need help. And those people need proper teaching. And so he thought and he knew the best person and that was Paul. And again, if you are very careful in the whole uh, reading of this chapter, there is no mention really of a revelation or a vision. People just did and God blessed. People shared and God blessed. Barnabas encouraged, and God blessed. And now we have Barnabas going, and it was not easy to find Saul, um, Paul, but he did find him. And again here, there is no discussion about, oh, I should dis discover, is this the will of God? Or It just simply said, he went, he found him, and he brought him back. And for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul, or Paul, uh, met with the church, and taught great numbers of people. Those new Christians needed to be uh, taught the whole truth about God so that they could grow as mature Christians. And that's what we also need in our Christian journey. We need to be nourished by God's word in order to grow into maturity. And of course, cells are a great place to do that, where we share, we have worship, we pray, but we also share um, scripture and we go deeper. But I do think that everyone individually should form the habit of soaking ourselves with scripture. Now, not everyone likes to read or find reading easy, but there are so many other ways to be exposed to scripture. Today, you can just go online, put audio Bible, and the first link you will see um, is called, I think it's Bible Gateway, and you can listen, just listen to the Bible. You can choose the chapter you want to listen to, and you can do that very easily. Uh, you can have apps with thought of the day or verses to encourage you, you can do that. I think with technology, um, in a sense, I don't think we have any excuse not to try regularly to the Bible and grow as Christian. But of course, we also need to pray for good teacher in our midst. Um, and that shouldn't be just the next vicar. God gives the gift of teaching to many people. And you could have that special gift of able to teach, of able to help people uh, maturing in their faith. Um, so let's not leave the teaching just to the next vicar. But let's pray that the gifts of teaching and let's do our bits in soaking ourselves with the scripture. So that's it. Antioch became an amazing church because 
some ordinary believer were just willing to share the story of Jesus because there was a Barnabas who was a person willing to encourage, not waiting for perfection, but willing to come alongside others and see them grow in their faith. And because there was a Paul who was able to teach and to strengthen the believers. So let's all grow in those things. Let's find ways to talk more easily about Jesus. Just your life story is enough. Just tell others what God has done for you. Let's encourage one another, especially in this time of vacancy where there, is, um, there could be anxiety about who's going to come next, knowing that it's not up to that person. It's up all of us to continue on that journey that God is calling us um, to be. And then let's encourage one another to go deeper in Scripture. Um, and if you find ways that has helped you, just share it with someone else. That has helped me um, really getting to grip uh, and getting deeper with Scripture. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that you have revealed yourself to us. We are yours. We all have a story. Maybe we think it's not such an amazing story, but it is a story. So open up um, meetings, appointed um, a time where we can share that story with those around us. Give us the peace and the courage to grow in that. Make us people that encourage one another and help us to go deeper in your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.